everyone, and welcome aboard the Walt Disney World Transportation System. Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. Hey everyone, it's Brittany. Before we get into the show, I wanted to give a disclaimer that in the episode, I misspeak about a refurbishment that is coming to Beach and Yacht Club Resort. It is actually taking place in 2025, not in 2024, but the exact same time frame that I spoke about. I didn't want to panic anyone in case you're staying there next year. Okay, let's get in the show. Hey everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Double Dose of Disney podcast. My name is Brittany, and as always, I am joined here by my fabulous husband, Tony. Today on the podcast, we are talking all about our favorite things to do on days outside of the parks at Walt Disney World. Uh, One of the things that we learned was kind of a must-do for us on our first Disney trip is to always have a day outside of the parks to enjoy other resorts, Disney Springs, and Disney has so many different recreational opportunities that I think people don't even realize exist. So we love getting to take the opportunity to just enjoy those things and really kind of decompress from the parks on at least one day of our vacation. Yeah, this is one thing I I don't think we really truly understood our first trip, but how much it was really needed. As much as you like being in the parks, this is just a huge thing that you gotta do. You gotta relax. Yeah. You gotta actually enjoy your vacation, slow down, and see whatever, whatever. Well, Disney has to offer outside of the parks and your resorts, especially. What Walt but, Disney or Walt Disney World? Walt Disney World, the Florida project. <laughs> yeah, it, the Disney parks are amazing. There's so much to do in each of them, but really, from like the moment that you walk in, for example, to the Magic Kingdom. Your every sense is on overload. There's smells, there's sights, there's sounds. Like you, there's everything's going at once, and that's kind of how your every day is. And a lot of people, us included, really get up in the morning. We don't necessarily rope drop, but we get there early in the day and stay until close. So it's always nice to have a day to just relax. One of the things I always tell my clients is like, don't forget that this is your vacation. And I think that that's easy. With Disney, because there's so many different things to do. Yeah, this is a fun one. Because a lot of times you get back from vacation, you feel like you just got whipped with a wet towel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Try not to do that when we go over time now. It's, yeah. It's, it's more challenging based on how many times you've been and you're right. new to. So it's, it's, hard. it's easier said than done. Yeah, I think that that's true. I mean, for us, like... We know that we're we know that we're going to be back. Like we always know that we're going to be back. If there's something that we don't get to do, it, it's fine. But I think looking back on that first trip, when we really didn't know, like I we were soaking our feet in the tub. Yeah, and I was. I mean, I talked on here about how like Tony had lost his job and was just starting this new business, and Disney's not cheap. Um, and we didn't really know. Like, I mean, obviously that trip changed our entire lives. That's, but. We didn't know if we were going to be back, but I remember praying, like, God, I would love to come back here one day. And um, so you wanted to get all of it in that you could. Incorporated with the magical extras, you also can choose, when you're choosing your your park tickets, you can choose, like, base park tickets, park hopper tickets, um, water sports and pork waters. Water sports and park for option. And words are hard. And then there's also the Park Hopper Plus option, which is kind of like the top tier of tickets. But the cost difference is $110 per day. So it's more expensive to do that. But if you're if you're someone who likes to park hop, you also want to incorporate some of these things that we're gonna talk about here, then it could potentially be 
an option for you. We've never necessarily done it. We're not even really proponents of park hopper, but it's just something to know. So, so taking it out of order then, let's just go drop down number four on the list since you're already talking about included extras. The mini golf. Yeah, so mini golf at you Disney. You still get a free one? Yes, you do. Um, so with Disney's magical extras, um, you can get um, a round of mini golf. You get four vouchers for mini golf and um, that you can participate in like one round per vacation. And so it's Fantasia Gardens that has the fairways that we played. Yeah, that one's hard. So if you're looking for a challenging mini golf experience, do the fairways because it is not easy. I think you actually got pretty frustrated on that one. <laughs> so I think she, I think you picked up. I think you picked up and yeah, it's so hot. Yeah. So if you're so Disney has two miniature golf courses. They have um, Winter Summerland miniature golf course, which is kind of themed to be like the holidays. It, like a tropical holiday course. That one we didn't play because that one was closed. That one has all the theming. Well, like the Disney theming too, though, right? Yeah, they both do. And then um, there's Fantasia Golf Course, which is, of course, themed to... Or Fantasia Gardens, which is, of course, themed to Fantasia. We played Fantasia Gardens. We played it back in, like, 2021. So it was during COVID. That was the trip that we extended out our stay a day. And we were staying at Coronado Springs. Um, Fantasia Gardens is located right across from um, the Swan and Dolphin Resort. So we just took like an Uber over there because we were staying at Coronado and it's really close. And then we played we played the fairways. And yes, that was extremely hard. But this is something everybody, a lot of people overlook, but it's really right. like a, it's not a necessity, but it's definitely something that, you know, especially if it's included. Well, it's like definitely go in the morning though because it gets scorched and hot out there. But I think it's definitely something you got to look into doing at least, you know, at least once. Yeah, and when you're looking on like Disney's magical extras, um, when you get to your Disney resort at check-in, you'll get a packet, you'll get an envelope, and it'll either be at like the front desk when you check in, or they'll deliver it to your room later. And so guests staying on Disney property um, receive four vouchers per package for um, rounds of mini golf. So you can choose um, to do an 18 hole round on um, for one day at Winter Summerland, or Fantasia Gardens. Like I said, we did Fantasia Gardens and it was really fun. I would like to do Winter Summerland, but I think I would just want to do the traditional course. I don't know though that Winter Summerland has a fairways course in the same way that Fantasia Gardens does. I think that's something unique, Fantasia Gardens. I blanked out there. I was just thinking about why do you think Disney gives away this freebie golf? I guess because it's a customer thing, huh? No, I mean, I guess if you look at like the prices for... The miniature golf. I don't really know. There's, you know, and like when you go to play golf there, it's not like there's like everywhere you go with Disney, there's like some type of gift shop or a restaurant or, you know, like a like a place to grab drinks or something. And there really wasn't. Like it was like a vending machine. I think they just feel like obviously that's what everyone's always looking for is the extra add-ons, something free. So this is something that doesn't cost me anything. Yeah, it's something that like, so on that trip um, in 2021, we had done a day at the resorts and then it, the day that we extended out was supposed to be like our last day. We added on an extra park day. So we chose to go to the golf, like the mini golf course that morning. And then we went over to Disney Springs because that's where we were watching the Super Bowl from. Um, and it was really fun. No, but I'm talking about like going to. Um, lower hold this. No, I'm not talking about. I'm not getting into things to do. I'm just talking about like what we did on that day. 
So mini golf. Yes. So mini golf definitely is fun. If you are up for more of a challenge, do the fairways. Try everything once. <laughs> if you don't like it, walk out. It's free. Who cares? Do you remember <laughs> playing that course? It was hot that day. I and that was back. I was kind of playing by myself. It was back in 2021 and we had to wear masks while we were playing. Uh, yeah. And it was like, it was, a cr- it was crazy. Okay. So for. At times we won't ever not remember. <laughs> times we can't we believe we. remember we don't want to remember. Yeah. We can't believe we lived there. Um, number two. Number two, but is it number one? Oh, it could be number one. In the same realm, regular golf. Last time, I've been talking about playing golf since the first trip, and we never ponied up the dough, never set us at the time, whatever. We finally did it last time. We stayed at Saratoga, mm-hmm. which is right next, or on the, on the property, right? Or, yeah, it's right, Sar- right next to it. Saratoga Springs is um, a DVC resort, but anybody can stay there. We um, stayed there for, what, like three or four nights? Um, and we booked it through DVC. Specifically because we wanted to play golf. So yeah. Perfect. So if you're looking to do that, definitely stay there. Yeah, I think that's also, like, as a side note, that's also one of our tips for when you're choosing, like, a resort to stay at. Um, what you're going to be doing, base it around it. Yeah, Saratoga Springs is um, right across the water from Disney Springs. So you can actually walk to Disney Springs from there. They, it's on Lake Buena Vista Golf Course. Um, so it was a really great place to stay for that purpose. And it's kind it's kind of like if you think of a country style, a country club style resort, I would say Saratoga Springs yeah, is the closest to it. We literally just walked right right over there. And we we rented clubs. We didn't bring our clubs. Yeah. And I was doing some research. <laughs> I forgot. And it, it's right around a hundred bucks to play. Which is pretty pretty typical for kind of like a nice course. But I, I feel like we paid... What it, Do you know what it is with club rentals? I think club rentals, I want to say it was 50 or 75. I think we ended up paying like 300 or something for... Total. Club rentals, golf, so... But three, 300 for the two of us, not 300 per person. Yeah, so yeah being your club is cheaper, but we were talking about it. I was like, I think it's really... I don't think I want to lug my clubs around. No, like, so we always fly Southwest because Southwest is direct from Texas to Orlando. Um, and with Southwest, you get two bags free. So we talked about, like, well, we could bring our clubs. Um, but we were um, changing resorts, so we decided we didn't want to do that. And honestly, Which running... might change now because I've got a... A club. One of my clients gave me a club carrying case. Trail. Who knows? Maybe That's we'll, very true. Probably my clubs next time. Golfing at Lake Buena Vista was really fun. I am not like by any means a serious golfer. Like I enjoy golfing sometimes with Tony because he loves it so much. Um, and I golf. I played golf in high school, um, but I it's not like I'm like a pro by any means at all. I do love golfing when we're on vacation though. I think it's really fun, but I was kind of intimidated by the Disney golf courses because they're all Arnold Palmer managed courses. They used to be like part of the PGA tour. Some of them did. And so I was really intimidated by it. And then what do they call them? They don't call them, um, like course marshals. They call them something else. It's like yeah, it's something like less serious. And he, the guy was so the fun. Police kind of put like, like the fun police. Yeah. And he was so nice. Um, we got paid. So when you play golf at Disney, um, the reason why I chose to play a lot of times I'll just ride in the cart. The reason why I chose to play was because you can't just book 
one tea time that far in advance, you have to wait until closer to. And I was like, well, I want Tony to definitely be able to play. Um, so I played with Tony and we were paired with two other older men. One was from Scotland and one was from Ohio. And that was really that fun too. That was one sleeve of balls. So you had three balls, I think, or maybe two. Three. Maybe two. It was two sleeves or one. Well, two sleeves, I think one Long for each of us. We sucked. <laughs> I think we lost all our golf balls. I think the guy was giving us something to play with. We all sucked. It was fun, though. But. Yeah, and the course marshal told us, like, he's not the course marshal at Disney, but that's what he is, really. Told us, like, the biggest thing out here is, like, don't take it too seriously. And oh, I said the biggest thing is have fun. Oh, yeah, the biggest thing is have fun. And as soon as he said that, I was like, all right. Like, I honestly... And then we think- shanked the first... All of us shanked it in the woods in the first tee box. Like, all right, we're going. Yeah, I honestly think that that may have been, like, my favorite... Well, no... 1,000% that was my favorite time to ever play golf. I told Tony, I was like, see, someday when we move to Florida, we can play golf at Disney. And that would be really fun. Because it was just, it like, the courses are beautiful. Um, they always have, like, a little bit of a Disney touch to them. The Lake Buena Vista course in particular, we played through how many different resorts? It was Saratoga Springs, um, Old Key West, Port Orleans French Quarter, and then we got to see a lot of like backstage areas too. Um, like I think we did that more than anything. We were just looking around at everything too. I yeah, didn't, I didn't really pay attention to golf. Golf is, is fun, but we were it's just ex- a little experience. You gotta not have any expectations. If you suck, you suck, and it's just fun. Yeah, and I mean golf. Like when you're golfing and there's like a Mickey head bunker, like it can't be that serious. Like even though the course was more of a challenging course, it was. Such a fun thing. I definitely recommend doing that. They, definitely, they give you a discount too for the, as a Florida resident and the, they give you like maybe, I think it's like $10 or something for annual pass. And if you're a DVC member, you also get a discount there too. There's, so Disney has three full-size golf courses. They have Magnolia, um, they have Lake Buena Vista, and they have the Palm Golf Course. Lake Buena Vista is over, like I said, in the area near Disney Springs. Um, the Magnolia and Palm golf courses are over closer to like Grand Floridian and the Polynesian. One of them is over by Shades of Green. Um, they're all kind of in that same area. Shades of Green is the military is the military owned resort on Disney property, um, and it's closer to the Magic Kingdom. And then they also have Oak Trail, which is a nine hole golf course. It's a walking course. Um, it's like a, it's a par 36. So each hole is par, is a par four. And then they also have a foot golf course, which f- foot golf, if you don't know, I didn't know. I was going to bring that up. You stole it. Sorry. Go. <laughs> I don't know what to talk about. I was going to say foot golf. Everybody, everybody's been talking about foot golf and look at really? it. It looks, looks kind of fun. I don't know if we're actually going to like it, but I want to try it. It looks like a mix between soccer. Like, so you're kind of trying Soccer to... ball and you're playing golf. Yeah. With your feet. Yeah. And what I was talking about when I was talking about the Park Hopper Plus tickets is if you purchase Park Hopper Plus tickets, if you know you're going to do things like play, if you want to play golf at Disney, maybe you don't want to play 18 holes, but you want to play nine holes. Um, the Park Hopper Plus ticket includes the Oak Trail golf course. So you can choose foot golf, or you can choose to do the nine hole course. Either way, it's going to be a walking course. You're not going to have a cart or you you can't pay for a cart for it, but it's still something fun to do. Maybe if you have like smaller kids or something like that, they're just getting into golf and you don't want to spend like four hours golfing. You could just spend a couple of hours doing it. That's what I was going to bring up. If y'all heard the past 
episodes, we are expecting twins. So I was going to say, I definitely want to play golf again. I have no clue what it's going to look like or... But you know what? I saw... I were going to get down, but I want to play another course for sure when we go. We are big on the fact that the girls are such a big blessing to our lives and they're just going to... Like, things are going to look different, but we're still going to do the same things that we love to do. And I actually saw a um, video the other day online of a family and they were... It was a family of four and they had two little girls and they were playing golf and they just took their girls with them and... They were in the cor- in the cart together. I don't know that Disney would let you like ride four in a golf cart. I don't. Yeah, I don't know how you would do that, but I guess you would have to have. I don't know. You tell us if you've done it. Yeah, <laughs> if you've done it, we let us know. know. If not, we'll figure it out. So number two, if it's not number two, it's probably. Our, I think I look for this one probably probably the most is the resort day. Mm-hmm. Because after being in the parks a day or two, just, it feels like you're actually on, really on vacation. We usually go to the pool. Yeah. Check out as much food as we can. But this one's huge. And, I mean, and if you're not exploring and spend time at your hotel, then it's a huge waste. And you might as well just go to as cheap as you can find. And don't even stay on property. Don't say that. Never truth. say That's that. What? If you're not gonna enjoy your your hotel, then just you might as well just go no, to hotel six. Stay at a value resort. If you're planning on doing resort open to or parks open to close, you're too serious. <laughs> what? Too much. Too, too straight to the point. No, you just. I mean, well, you miss out on certain benefits, and I am obviously words, a Disney resort snob. Like I love the Disney resorts, but but yes, you're right. There's so much to do at each of the resorts. Um, and a lot of times, like, the characters will pop up at the resorts. There's campfires every night with s'mores. Um, and that includes at the value resorts, moderate resorts, deluxe resorts. It's not just at one resort category. Of course, as you go up different tiers of resorts, there's more amenities, meaning that there might be table service dining rather than just a food court. Food courts are found at each of the value resorts. But we honestly love the food courts because we just go there in the morning for breakfast and then we eat at the parks or other resorts during the day and for dinner. Um, but yeah, we love staying at the resorts. On our, So we typically do like our February trip is a little bit of a longer trip and we usually do two resort days. Like if we're doing so, for example, this past trip, we um, went golfing one day. So we did golfing when we were at Saratoga, and then we had another resort day where we, it was strictly what we just after a resort golf, day. Though? You skipped over that. It's going to tie into another one of our bullet points, but what we, we golfed, and then we went took to the Disney boat Springs. Yeah. So that's another cool thing about Saratoga. That's right next to Disney Springs too. So it's like a you know plan your day, plan what you want to do around that because that was worked out perfect. Go to eating over there and hang out after golf. Yeah, I think it's so hard because when you're at the parks, like there's so much to do, and you know you're going to be at the parks all day. When you do a resort day, there's so much to do at each of the resorts. Like, Saratoga Springs has, I think, like, five pools. And all of the pools looked really cool. It's still hard to keep yourself from not running all day when you're yeah. doing a resort day. But that's what we try to do. We try to stay in the... We usually end, we usually start our day by doing a locker run and their workout. And then we go to the pool. The day that we were... The day that we golfed at Disney, uh, to back it up a little bit, when we golfed at Disney, we were staying at Saratoga Springs... I had mobile ordered us food from the artist point or from um, the artist palette and I went and picked it up for us and then we ate. It was a long walk. Yeah, it was a long walk. We were on the, I think, I don't think we get any further away from the, the front desk. No, we were just in like a studio at Saratoga Springs. Cause, yeah, because I had rented it through um, DVC shop rentals or one of the DVC rental sites. Um, and then 
So I walked to go pick it up, which is all the way across the resort. But then we had this like really fun, like relaxing breakfast on our patio, which looked out over the um, over the like water area of Saratoga Springs. I think we asked if we could get a closer room and they didn't have anything. Yeah, they did. That's a pro tip. Ask whatever you want. If you can get whatever you want, they can't always do it, but... Yeah, that one, they didn't have anything close. No, one of my pro tips is that I share on TikTok um, is, and I've gotten a lot of hate on this, but it's true. Don't check in early. Don't do online check-in for your resort. Check in when you get to the resort, like old-fashioned style of just like walking up to the front desk and being like, I've arrived. There's pros and cons to it because the pro to it is the fact that you often get better placement of a room because you're there with a cast member and you can say, hey, is there, um, you know, like they can place you in a room and you can say, oh, can we be closer to the pool area? I think that was our first time we've never not gotten like any kind of request. Yes, but I think, but because we did it through DVC shop rentals, I don't know how that worked. Like it was necessarily different. We've stayed at Coronado before and this is never a guarantee. It's always like, of course, depending upon the availability and up to the cast member and everything like that. And I'm not saying like demand that, but by like, you can always just like politely ask, like, is there any way that I could be placed closer to the pool area or something like that? One time we did that at Coronado and we ended up, we were in a standard room and ended up getting upgraded to a tower standard view king bedroom. So that resort day, we we hit the pool. We usually go in February. That's our anniversary. But yeah, we hit the pool on that day, and it was it was still cool. I don't even think you really got in the water, but they have a really they have a really big pool. A Coronado is it, is it the biggest? One it's the, the biggest, biggest hot tub. It's one of the biggest pools on property. They actually also have a really nice, um, a really nice like pool bar restaurant. Remember, you got tacos, and I got I don't remember what I got. I got something else, and it was really good. Um, a salad, probably. Or like hummus or something. But at Coronado too, one of the cool things is the same drinks that they make in the Mexico pavilion, the margaritas, the uh, Mexican flag margaritas. I'm blanking on the name of the like drink, but that's what it looks like. Um, they actually make those at Coronado too. So that's kind of a good example of you don't necessarily have to be at a deluxe resort to have all of these amenities. And I think that that's why we like Coronado too, because Coronado has like nine different dining locations, um, nine different dining and lounge locations on their property that you can choose from. So that was a, you could do multiple resort days at that resort. I think the resort we really didn't get to explore, like we were talking about, was not last trip, the trip trip before when we went to um, Caribbean Beach. Caribbean Beach. That's why we want to go stay back there again. Well, which yeah. Is prime Skyliner, which is why we stayed there. We in the past have done um, split stay sometimes. That probably will look different with the girls, especially when they're small. Um, but Disney makes it so easy to do split stays. You just pack up your stuff. So we that trip we stayed at Coronado or Caribbean Beach, I think, for like two or three nights, and then we moved over to Wilderness Lodge for five nights. So we didn't really get a ton of time to explore Caribbean Beach. We didn't do the pool. Um, Sebastian's Bistro was closed then, which we really want to go to, and a couple and one of the quick service places was closed. So they only had like their food court open and quick service. Again, it was like a post COVID trip. So. The world was still weird. The world was still weird. But yeah, doing a resort day, doing pool time, that's always really fun. 
Um, in February, we stayed at Beach Club when we did our pool day. And, of course, Beach Club has, like... That's going back to, like, we selected where we wanted to stay. Yeah. For one, we've never stayed over in that area. But there's so much to walk to. Obviously, you can walk. Maybe, obviously, you don't know. But you can walk to walk into Epcot from there. So that was really cool. On our resort day, we, we pooled, pooled it up and then just walked over in the evening to Epcot for dinner. We walked dinner into Epcot for out. dinner. Our... Uh, like our room so beach and so beach and yacht club are sister resorts yacht club is a little bit further away from epcot than beach club is beach club's closer and like not very much i just had a reminder of our pool day i got kicked out (laughs) i almost got kicked you did not get kicked out so there's a big there's a big slide it's the biggest slide on property pirate ship slide yeah and we're like all right we got to go down this slide at least one time we're the only thing the only adults doing this up there and, and it was kind of cool. You jump in there, and I didn't pay attention to there's an order, there's a time, whatever. Tony doesn't so, know lifeguard rules, apparently. Yeah, so you jumped in, and I jumped in the two right after it, and she, I don't know, she was yelling or blowing the whistle, and she radioed down to the person at the bottom and had to make sure that I was, you know, aware that that was, yeah, because I was not supposed to go that quick. I came down the slide, and... <laughs> I like I was getting reprimanded like a little kid. I came down the slide, and I, like, come down the slide, and it's the longest water slide on um, property at a Disney hotel, a Disney resort. And so, I come down the slide, and I, like, plop out, like, you know, like, come out into the water, and then shortly thereafter, Tony's behind me, and I'm like, what is going on? Like, that lifeguard let him go down really quickly. I used to be a lifeguard, too. That's why I told him, that's my wife. I can hurt her if I want. I'm not going to sue y'all or anything. What about me? She's fine. <laughs> I think we, we went and soaked our wounds in the little lazy river after that. Yeah, so um, if you're doing a resort day, if you're doing a resort day and you want to have, like, maximum like fun at your pool time definitely like beach and yacht club storm along bay is like the best pool i actually saw that storm along bay is going to be closed from january to may april end of april or may this year they're doing a big refurbishment on it but um i'm sorry i'm 2024 so for the rest of this year it'll be open and then after that refurbishment of course it'll be open again but that um pool i want to say it's like a 30 something acre pool it's got several different pool areas. They have the slide that Tony was talking about. It's like a sand bottom. Yeah, they have a sand bottom pool area. They have the Lazy River. Do they just have like a regular pool too? Like, I mean, I know there's quiet pools, but like... On each end, I believe. Okay. And then there's also Hurricane Hannah's, which is... That's another really great like poolside like bar and restaurant. We both got... we When we ate there, um, we got the lobster roll or the seafood rolls. And I got mine on like a like a lettuce wrap, and then it came with French fries. Tony got his on like a hoagie roll, and they sure. was what? I just was thinking about the ice cream. We were talking, we're talking about getting ice cream for a year before oh, we beach stayed club. there, and we didn't even we didn't even go. At beaches, people and cream. lined up in that place before it even opens. Yeah, well, and beaches and cream has a to has a to go window, so I guess technically we could have gotten that neat souvenir. Wanted to get our souvenir jar. We didn't even go. Yeah, there's so much. It's just so hard, like. The Disney resorts, there really is, that's a perfect example of there's so much to do that doing a resort day during your vacation is so fun, especially if you're staying, to me, if you're staying in a moderate or a deluxe resort, you have to do a resort day. If you're staying in a value resort, like go park open to close if you want to, you could still do a resort day and have a blast. But, um, I think we are purposely kind of, I, I, I do, okay purposely kind of work out the more I'm just thinking about the garbage I'm going to eat. So 
make myself feel a little bit better. Yeah. We didn't even get any ice cream. All of the deluxe resorts have um, fitness centers with the exception of Grand Floridian shares a fitness center with Polynesian. Um, Coronado Springs is the only moderate resort that has a fitness center. They actually have two. They have one like in the standard area of the resort and then they have Grand Casino Tower. Um, so we tend to do like on our resort days, we will do like a, like a little workout in the morning or something like that. And then like Tony said, we just prep ourselves for the fact that we're just going to eat whatever we want to. So on our resort day at beach club, we could have eaten at beaches and cream. We could have gone to the yachtsman steakhouse. We could have done, um, Cape May cafe and dined with Minnie and Daisy and the gang, but um, we ended up just like doing a night over at Epcot. So moving on, enjoy your resort. Yes. Next point. Disney, Disney Springs. Springs. Disney Springs is a great option for your arrival day, but it's also a great option for a day just fully outside of the parks. Yeah, I don't want to repeat ourselves. You already heard some of our episodes, but we always start out by Disney Springs when you first get there, eating at the boathouse. But and getting a new pair of ears. Definitely walking around. I'm not a you know huge shopper, but there's a couple. Okay, it depends. Depends. I got a cool Columbia shirt. Are last you kidding time. me, I Tony? I, I like the environment. I don't think I necessarily like the shopping. Tony is one of the things that I've always loved about Tony is, um, like I love clothes and I love shopping. And Tony is like, he's always up for that. And it's so much fun when we go to Disney Springs because we just walk around. At first, I think we were so overwhelmed. We didn't know, like, there's so much to do at Disney Springs. It just feels different. It doesn't feel like a mall. Or yeah. The, the eats and then the drinks. Because at a certain point, I'm like, all right, I'm done. Right. Let's go sit down somewhere. Yeah, because there's so much, like, I mean, there's, you know, there's, like, um, there's places, there's Kendra Scott, there's um, Lululemon, there's things that you're going to see at home, there's Sephora. There's always live music, so that's always fun. Yeah, like, but then there's also, day. like, um, World of Disney is the largest Disney store in the world. Um, that's, like, sensory overload walking through there. And one of our traditions is I always get a new pair of ears on, like, our first day. We go to World of Disney, and I'll, I typically, like, have them picked out in my mind. And then we'll go find them. Um, last time. And a mug. We always get a mug. And we always get a mug. Last time, I wanted the Stony Clover ears that were out. Remember, I made you walk all over Disney Springs to find them. And none of the cast members knew what I was talking about. And we went to, there's like World of one Disney. One did. Until one did. Yeah, one did. There's World of Disney. There's Trend, uh, Disney Style, which is a cool, that one's kind of like a, it typically has a lot of like um, like women's clothes in there, but that has a lot of like the '90s throwback, like pop culture Disney stuff. Um, and then there's the Marketplace Co-op. We love walking through Marketplace Co-op because that has a lot of like they have like a dog section, they have the Disney Vault. It's so fun. Disney does this on purpose because even at Disney Springs, you're still not going to see your dude unless you purposely no. walk in out and have a route. Like you still won't see it all. They're just bowling restaurants eat uh, live music i mean there's every just yeah and back to like to that too every time back to like the magical extras um that you get for staying on property at disney's um with the magical extras you get um 10 off bowling at splitsville 
Um, you also get, there's different like dining locations that you get discounts at. So over at City Works, which is a place you talked about that's a great place to like watch games and stuff like that, you get 10% off there. At Ghirardelli, you get a complimentary Ghirardelli chocolate bar. Um, there's actually a Joffrey's coffee location in Disney Springs, and you can get your face on the top of the latte, which is kind of like a cool thing some people like to do. I think it's like a dollar or something like that to do. Gotta do it once. Um, but that one... At Joffrey's, you actually get 20% off your entire purchase. Um, over at Paddlefish, Paddlefish is a waterfront seafood location. I actually ate there as a kid. It was a character dining experience. And um, it's on the water in like an old like paddle boat. Not paddle boat. Tugboat. Something like that. But it has a um, it has like a rooftop where you can sit and eat. And then also it's two floors. It's still, still one of our bucket lists. We almost did it last time. We didn't get kicked out, but we're we're trying to walk up the second story and then we're doing a van or just closed or whatever. We've been there the last two the last two trips. In, right se- in, right in, yeah, in September we walked up there. We walked around and I think it was raining, There's remember? A couple appetizers you want to try up there and just have a drink. Is it really good view? But yeah, we didn't didn't get in that one, but I was thinking about another bucket list we kinda of wanna do is we we want to do that Circus of Lace eventually. Oh, yeah, the Circus of Lace show. I feel like that's kind of not getting to talk about much anymore, but. Yeah, I, there's, um like, so with the magical extras and stuff, like, there's Paddlefish has 20% off, Rainforest Cafe, T-Rex, um, the Spice and Tea Exchange, Wetzel Pretzel. There's different, like, um, shopping locations that you also get discounts at, too. So make sure if you're doing a day at Disney Springs. Look at those places, maybe write them down or something because I would never remember them. And then with your magical extra card that you get from Disney, um, just like keep that in mind. But yeah, like Tony said, there's so much to do. There's Cirque de, the Cirque de Soleil show. I don't know if that's like as popular. I hear, I hear people say that they love it, but I've also heard ads playing for it recently. I would say definitely here. Look, check it out before you, before you go on that day. Make sure there's a couple things like put on your to-do list and... Either way, you're going to see and do a lot, but this is one you can you can cruise to on the buses. It'll take you over here to oh, resort. Yeah, yeah. So all of the um, all of the Disney resorts have a bus that goes to Disney Springs, and you could do like um, there's brunches on the weekends over at like Chef Art Smith's Homecoming, where we've always wanted to go, but we have not gotten to yet because we always go to Boathouse. Boathouse also has a really great brunch. Um, there's a lot of really great places to go. Over at Disney Springs. Okay. That's Disney Springs. Yeah. Gangling Elsters, did it? Um, There's always uh, more, but I think we got it pretty well covered. Oh, it shows like, um, this is just a side note, but it shows that the boathouse has like a discount. We've never used that before. I don't think we've ever looked at, we don't, I don't think we ever anticipated there being a discount at Disney. <laughs> we, don't even, we don't even look. Well, and also, take all our money. That, that is one of the things at Disney Springs, too. If you have a Disney Visa card, your Disney annual pass holder, or your DVC member, um, ask if they have any discounts at any of the locations because even the third party locations, you can get dis- some of the locations you can Actually, get discounts. Actually, I'm thinking about that, too. Even if you have a Disney card, too, you get discounts at some places, right? Yeah, that's what I just said. Okay. I was. I was <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. You can always, you can always do discount. You can always like, just always ask if there's a discount available because sometimes there is and you don't realize it. Um, and then the last one on our list is resort hopping. So Disney has over 25 different resorts on property. That's including like the DVC section is separate from this, the regular section of a deluxe resort. But 
Um, that's to say there's so much to do on Disney property and you can hop to any of the different resorts. You can't necessarily take Disney transportation from, um, like, so for example, if you're staying at Pop Century Resort and you want to go to Wilderness Lodge, there's not a bus that's going to take you from Pop to Wilderness, but you can Uber over there. You can take a lift, um, or something like that. And you can always make dining reservations at the different resorts. You kind of, so you can kind of see more resorts during your vacation. Yeah, so, like, for us, we always pretty much go to the Polynesian at some point, I think. Mm -hmm. We usually have at least a a meal somewhere else other than where we're staying. I'm trying to think where we did that. Sometimes we do it outside when we leave a park, so it's not technically a a resort day. But either way, you definitely got to go check out other resorts and see see if there's somewhere you'd want to stay, but also to just eat there. Yeah, so you can't, the only thing you can't do in another resort is jump in their pool. You can, but, you know, Mm -hmm. it's your own risk. Yeah. Um, You can't, so technically the rule at Disney is they don't have to let you, so let's say you're like driving your car from Pop Century to, um, to the Polynesian, but you just want to get a quick service like meal there. They don't have to let you in. Like, they don't have to... The f- parking people, like, what do you call That's what the rule says. The front gate people don't have to let, let you, you in. Yeah, it, it will. And I think it depends. I feel like the Magic Kingdom area resorts, the security staff there is going to be more particular because they don't want people just, like, parking I there. I think they eyeball you, like, is this person lying or not? Right. Does this person look like they're actually even staying here or are they just trying to do something else here? But with that said, we um, have, like, so on our day at Saratoga, we were checking out of Saratoga. We were going to Magic Kingdom for the day. It was our anniversary. And like Tony said, like, we always go to the Polynesian every trip. And instead of having a dining reservation there this time, we just went and ate at Captain Cook's for breakfast. Um, we wanted to try the Tonga Toast. And Tony, and then I also wanted to try the, uh, what was it? It was Walt's Hash. I don't know that they have it anymore. I think it was a 50th anniversary thing. It was really good, though. Tonga Toast was overrated. It might have just been because it was a little old. I don't know. Wasn't fresh. It was a quick service thing, yeah. But yeah, it was that one's been talked up so much. Fine, tried it. It was for me. It was overrated, but the hash was really good. Yeah, the hash was really good, and that's one of the things that you don't get to experience if you don't do resort hopping. So you could do a whole day outside of the resort. So some of the time, what we'll do is, like we said, we've gone golfing, um, and then we've gone over to Disney Springs, or we've done miniature golf, and then we've gone to Disney Springs, or we. Um, what we'll typically do on our resort day is we'll do like. If we do a resort day, then for dinner that night, we'll make a dining reservation at um, at a different resort to go to. So when we stayed at Wilderness Lodge, we did a resort day, and then we went over to Ohana for dinner. And all these are good, too, because whenever you go back in the park, you're like, our vacation just started again. <laughs> it feels like it's all fresh again. You're not just kind of yeah. like draining and just like, man, this is a lot. We're tired. Like, it like refreshes you. You're like, all right, what park we got today? Yeah. So if you can even do like two of these, that's optimal. Do like a two parks and then do a resort resort day and do or park or two resort day, whatever. But yeah, because it like restarts your vacation again. Yeah, that's that's always our biggest tip. Do two parks, one resort day. Two parks, and then you could do another resort day if you want to, or however you'd like to do it. But just kind of break it up. Um, some people do like monorail crawls, or they'll do Skyliner crawls. So you get off the Skyliner at each of the different resorts, and you grab a drink or food. Um, and then you do the same thing at the mall on the monorail. We've never done that before, but we're starting to get our own little routine of just doing random things, which is the, 
I would we recommend that. Don't even yeah. don't even have a schedule for this day half the time. Just do whatever. You you walk so much on Make a Disney fun. vacation. It's fun to just like sit and relax and then decide what to do like Not that evening. Schedule all day long. One of my favorite memories from Disney is um we it was a day after our anniversary one year and we went from we were staying at Wilderness Lodge, we did the resort day. And we were in the pool. We ended up staying. Remember, we were in like the DVC pool because the the regular pool was overcrowded. There's a lot of kids in there. Yeah, and Wilderness Lodge doesn't have like their pool. Their regular area pool isn't that big. I don't think. Um, so we went over to the DVC area. I don't think a lot of people even knew that pool was even there. No, it was a nice pool. So it's it nice. a Boulder Ridge pool, and it was really nice. And one of the cool side notes about that is that the Boulder Ridge Pool, they're actually props from Catastrophe Canyon, which is an old attraction at Hollywood Studios. Um, So that was really cool. And we like hung out there and then we went to our room, got ready and took the boat from Wilderness Lodge to the Magic Kingdom. And Tony the whole time was like, we should just be taking an Uber because sometimes it's like Disney Tetris to get all these different forms of transportation. He just wants to get there. And I was like, no, we can do this. Took the boat over there, got to the Magic Kingdom, and then hopped on another boat to the Poly. And it was like the most magical boat ride. It was the day after our anniversary. So we were really just like soaking in our anniversary. And... Do you, fireworks. We the fireworks were going off. I think it was enchantment back then, but the fireworks were going off. It was so magical, and we got to the dock of of the Polynesian, and there was an older man that was like running down the dock with his glass of wine, and he like got his hand over the glass his glass of wine because he didn't want to miss the fireworks. It was so fun. Those are only things that happen at Disney. Yeah, I mean, it's, we got lucky that time, but it's definitely. We got some good points here today. Yeah. This is me trying to wrap it up. <laughs> not very good at it. <laughs> yeah. One thing I have we're not going to get into, but just to throw it out there is we'll probably do this, I'm sure, a few times, but I don't know if we should even say it, but Universal, you can always check Universal out on that. We'll also do another episode, <laughs> an ex- a separate episode on Universal. That's yeah, a whole thing. We'll, we'll we actually really like Universal, and I think... All I'll say about it is Universal is different from Disney in ways, but at the same time, Universal is very similar to Disney in some ways. And this is a, it's a Disney podcast, but I, yeah, this is a Disney podcast. We're obviously it's Disney hand adults, in hand by but now, I think. yeah, they're Universal. It's, it doesn't have to be one park or the other. It, it, they're definitely like you can enjoy both. We talked about getting annual passes at Universal because they're less expensive. So we'll have to do. Maybe we'll do ne- next week's episode on um, differences between Universal and Disney. So if you're considering checking out Universal on a day outside of the Disney parks, you could always do that. Wow. Going there already. What? Universal. Yeah, I know. We'll see. (laughs) Tony's not sold on it. They were cheating on Disney. Okay, well, maybe we'll just keep this to Disney for a while, and then we'll eventually go in Universal. I will say this. I'm not... I shouldn't say this because I'm I'm a travel planner, and I sell the Universal vacations too, but... I like going to Universal for the day, but I don't know that I want to give up staying in a Disney resort to go to a Universal resort. So, um, yeah. Well, that's going to do it for this week's episode. We hope you had some fun tuning in and got some ideas for things to do. Got some enjoyment. Outside of the Disney parks on your next vacation. As always, if you have any suggestions for future episodes or questions, 
you'd like for us to answer, go ahead and give us a follow at the Double Dose of Disney podcast on either Instagram or TikTok and drop us a DM. And please, please, please subscribe to the podcast on your favorite podcasting platform. Leave us a review or rating if you can, um, especially on Apple Podcasts. That goes a long way to help us on growing the podcast. So we will see you next week. See you all next time.